You're listening to Kelly and Steve, and this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance, Season 10, Episode 18, The Finale. The rest of the weddings and one breakup. I almost don't want to count them. We talk all the time about all the 90-day people get married. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't, but they weren't really a 90-day yeah. person. And we said that from the beginning. Yeah, so. And we said that they weren't a real couple. I was going to wait and talk to them about them later, but let's just get them get out it of the over way. With. It was Rip fake. Off the band-aid. It was fake. This wasn't actually a relationship. Yes, and this did not surprise me that the breakup was over text message two weeks after she got back because yeah, this was over. not real. It's over, yeah. So I don't care. That's good. It's over with and out of the way. We and don't have to talk on. about them anymore. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ashley and Manuel, this was fun. We, I think we haven't laughed at a 90 day. Is it wrong that we laughed at whatever issue she was having in the car? I feel. Oh, it was so funny. Right now, I feel bad. I didn't feel bad when I was laughing about it before. I was probably cackling. Yeah, you almost couldn't contain it because it came out of nowhere and it was like, uh, I don't know, like she was containing it for so long it just burst out of her suddenly. For me, I don't know if you've ever seen a video, but there's sometimes like somebody will have roadkill and they'll hit a deer and then they take the deer and they put their deer in their Mazda. Oh, yeah, and, and then, then it all of a sudden gets up. The deer wakes up. It was just knocked out. Stunned. And then everybody in the car panics because there's this live deer yeah. just scrambling around their car. Uh-huh. This is what I felt. You saw them looking at each other. With like, giant eyes. Is this happening? And it was funny when the sister said she thought it was him pretending, and it was actually her. So are we wrong? I don't know. This is us in our own bedroom well, talking they were laughing. about this. We were laughing. at. Were we laughing at her misfortune? Or uh, No, it wasn't really misfortune. I mean, everybody has stuff happen on their wedding day. I mean, the sleeve of my dress was coming undone, <laughs> and they were starting to play the music. So, I mean, and you showed up late. So, mm. you know, everybody has stuff happen on their wedding day, I think. All right. I guess that's it. Well, she is questioning... Whether or not the tradition of not seeing your bride on the wedding date is, is bad luck. A real is bad luck or not? That was funny to me. Because I said, "Why would she not believe this? She believes everything else. Maybe <laughs> everything. Maybe she gets excused from that one if she holds a crystal in her hand That'd or sages something. Maybe maybe she casts a spell. Well, she has two rings of crystal crown her crown is two rings of crystal okay. maybe it was maybe okay. you need three rings of oh, that in okay. order to have that happen mm-hmm. oh. what she needs is uh citra's aura of nice happy spirit yeah that's it great <laughs> you gringos have so many superstitions that was funny and they all are just that. They None of them mean anything. anything. Because you could say this. I mean, you can, you can write a 50, it either 50 way. There's a 50-50 chance of anything. Yes. <laughs> so it, it really doesn't matter. You know what really matters in relationships? The relationship. The relationship. That's really how it matters. None of it is really luck when it comes to any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it at all. I thought um, 
the funny one of the funniest things. This was really funny. I hadn't laughed at this show. It seems like in a long time, mm -hmm. and at least maybe the Ashley stuff was great. It was. Fun. If in fact you don't watch and you just listen, what I want you to do is is go and watch the scene where Ashley and her mother are are entering the house. Right, Ashley enters the door and Mom comes in, and when Mom comes in, they walk through the house and there's a dude in the back. And he ducks behind the couch. Mm -hmm. And then he starts to pop out. And then he ducks behind the couch again. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. This is just great. We, re I actually rewound it to show you. Yeah, we've because, seen producers hiding in closets and corners and ducking behind furniture. It's kind of funny. So this tells me it was somebody from the staff, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Because if it was just a guest, they probably wouldn't do that. And there was a guest standing right beside him. It was, a, it was you know, a producer. Mm. That was funny. She consulted the cards for her wedding, and what did she come up with? She came up with the two of them are getting married amidst chaos. This isn't... And, and she said the chaos is either from her anxiety or from the rain. Or both. <laughs> both of them. The cards are picking up on... <laughs> it's cracking me up. This freak out was... So how does this work exactly? So say you believe in this. If you deal the deck again, do you get the same thing, or does your fortune change? I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to go here because I think it would unveil maybe our lack of belief or let's call it understanding oh, of no. whatever this is. I'm pretty sure that our view on that has been made clear. I don't think it was a question. We've been doing this. Like, I, I don't know, how long? Three years? Four years? I don't know time. how long we've been doing this. Yeah, wow. But I think if, you're, if you've been with us this long, you've probably figured out where we are on this thing. On hooey. <laughs> right. <laughs> on the cards. That's great. Yeah, I don't know. I probably should just stop, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Yeah. You know, there were certain things we laughed about, and we talked about, you know, I think for us, it was more or less side stuff because these relationships and the weddings for us and the breakups were inevitable. Mm -hmm. So maybe we had some freedom to watch this with a bit more levity mm -hmm. and to be able to... to well, at least, and all this is so old, we know how they are now. So Yeah, like the buttons, the thought of her buttoning up her that dress. That was funny. With the, with the, no, there was nobody around her that didn't have six-inch nails. Would you need like a tool? It'd be nice if you had a little tool. You could just slip that on and off. That's so funny. You got to think about stuff like that, I guess. Mm -hmm. You need a dude around, right, with no nails. You could just slide those buttons on and it wouldn't be a problem. But I guess you can't have Manuel around because that maybe, would be a maybe problem. Maybe they could just have the six-inch nails on one hand so the other hand's still functional. No, you need both, you need both hands. Well... You would think, but here I am. Couldn't you living take, with one arm? <laughs> couldn't you take the string? Wouldn't a nail be fine and you could just take it and flip it over? I can button with one hand. Yeah. I mean, y'all can, but wouldn't the nail... I think the nail, you could just slide it over the button and then pull it back and yeah, flip it over. Yeah, that's what she did. And that would really work. I that's think. what she did. She slid it through the loop. Putting a dress in an SUV, the plan really should be... And, and maybe for outdoor weddings, this isn't possible, but to get dressed at the venue. Yes. And, and we did that. We went the night before and dropped off the dress at the church. I don't even remember that that happened. 
I mean, I, I guarantee, I guess it happened. Yeah, it and did. it was a long drive. Yeah, we to, had a rehearsal, remember, because my sister came in the night I, before. I kind of remember, but I don't. This is 29 years ago. I remember it happened, mm-hmm. but I don't remember anything from the rehearsal. Mm. Well, we didn't do much. I mean, obviously, we didn't rehearse the words because on our wedding day, we didn't understand what they were and mumbled through the vows. <laughs> we didn't write them ourselves, no. right? Mm-mm. Why didn't we write our own vows? I don't know. Because it was our first wedding? <laughs> yeah, we'll get it right then. I'll get it right the next time. I mean, you only get married three times, No right? vow renewals. That will not happen. That dooms For everything. non-housewives people every housewives couple that has done a vow renewal has shortly thereafter gotten divorced hmm. yeah that happens so every time somebody does one we go oh boy they're the next goes. one on the chopping block i mean i guess it happens this is not the restart there's only one thing that will not restart your marriage more than a vow renewal and what is that this is i'm cold so if you want to rekindle your marriage a vow renewal would be the second worst thing to do. What do you think the worst thing to do would be? Uh, cheat. Oh, <laughs> I was going the with showed. have a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this doesn't, um, this is not the best plan to hold your marriage together. Yeah, that's not no. a good move. If it's on the rocks. Yeah. Hmm. I thought Manuel, when we talked about vows, I thought that his were very good. Very nice. No, it, it was humbling to yes, hear that. Yes, it was. Him. He said this thing. I was she, really touched. That she didn't say. Yeah. And he said that I will take care of you. Yes, I thought that was really, really and, nice. And maybe for us, because you're in your current state, maybe <laughs> yeah. that means a little more. Yeah. But it does mean something. It does. Be, because we go through these peaks and valleys. Right. And we go to times where... You know what? You need to be the catalyst to all things in the house. And there comes times when you can't. Mm-hmm. And, and and then your spouse has to step up. Yeah. Maybe for four to six weeks. <laughs> and take care of a lot of stuff. Or more. Or more. What? <laughs> I don't like your tone. But he said that. He said, you know what? I'm going to take care of you, to grow old with you and to take care of you. And there's something about when he says that that makes me believe him. Because yes. I think Manuel appears to be that guy. He's a man of his word, I think. Yeah, we don't know him. And you see the way that he vowed to care for his family mm-hmm. and and the lengths he's willing to go to to do that. So I think him saying that to her was a, a big commitment. Right, I got you. And he means it. Right. It may take him. Now, what I think people don't realize, and and you kind of saw it in the preview of the tell-all, was the shocker that, you know what, he's not on his feet yet. And it's Mm going to take some time. Yeah. And so he's going to need some help for a bit. But it's what we talked about. It's the peaks and valleys. Right. I may need you to get things started, but I'm coming. I mean, it was the same for us. Mm -hmm. Right, it was. I came to you kind of with nothing out of yeah. the military and you no had job. been established. Yeah. You had a house. Had a career. I had a had bicycle a new car. bicycle to the unemployment office. Yeah. And you, you married me regardless. <clears throat> yep. Without having a job. Yep. You, it's dumb. <laughs> right? We had a PSA about underwear yesterday. <laughs> you, you don't even know. I named it. You don't even know what I named the episode. <laughs> this is what a diva she is. She just sits in front of the mic. Yeah. I named it PSA 
check your underwear. <laughs> That's what I called it. I am not bleeding anymore. If anybody actually listens to the personal podcast, I am no longer bleeding. So oh, that's good. good. That's good. It's positive. I'm not leaking anymore. <laughs> Her vows weren't as thrilling as his. Yeah, I I noticed that. There was a stark contrast between her choice of words and his. It would be like going first. We saw it on like um, Married at First Sight Australia. Like when you're down to the final ceremony. Uh-huh. I think I'd rather, I don't know, I'd probably rather go first. Because if I'm breaking it off, I'd rather be the first one than the second one. Uh-huh. Because what if you were going to stay? You changing your words? Yeah. It's already too late. Right. So his vows I thought were pretty good. Hers I just wasn't as impressed with. Right. You know, because his words were about her and his commitment to her. Right. And hers were more about her. About her. I love you. <laughs> yes. I will marry you. And you know, it wasn't like it wasn't deep. You know, there well, wasn't a, I'm here to fulfill your needs. There was nothing well, like that. I think. In her vows. Maybe the, I think the safest words always would be like, I dedicate my life to making our life better. Mm-hmm. Right? In some way. It's about the us. Right. And. and Being a team. Yeah. And I don't think. You know, I didn't get that feeling. And and she's probably not there yet. The thought of that you're at the finish line here. Mm-hmm. They're growing. They're starting. We've right. been here. We were a little younger than they were. Mm-hmm. So it is going to take some time. She spent a ton of time living by herself. Right. And it's going to take time to think about somebody else. Mm-hmm. He said this 20-year commitment thing, like this is a 20-year contract. Yeah, that was funny. It, it was. I laughed because that would be something that you would do. Sure. What? This isn't just 20 years? <laughs> we don't have a renewal? We're past that. Yeah. 20, what are we at? 29. 29 and some change. What, four months, five months? Yeah. 29 years, five months together. We know uh, it's, I don't know, do we break the scoop we've talked about them on inside scoop before this this wedding happened a long long time ago mm-hmm. if you research i guess you could probably do your own research and find out when this storm came through and what storm it was mm-hmm. it was a long time ago yes it was enough it was long enough ago that she has lost how many pounds a hundred a hundred and current and uh, somebody on the beach had a mask on <laughs> <laughs> on the beach, right. outside, <laughs> in you said a windy maybe, storm. Maybe they had a cold sore. Right, that's right? what I said. Maybe that was it. Maybe they were trying I to said cover maybe that they got up. a big, fat, ugly fever blister. <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, that should tell you how. I mean, a, a, a mask on the beach should tell you how long ago this was. Mm-hmm. There probably isn't much safer of a place, right, than on the beach during a windstorm, right. Hmm. Rob and Sophie, any just general thoughts on them? Um, she looked pretty. It was a perfect dress for her. And her makeup was nice. I don't know that we've... 
cho- you know, everybody pretty, has really their pretty. dress and they look good. It's not a dress you would have chosen. No. It's not a dress that um, you would even thought or considered. No. But it was probably perfect for her, for her and that wedding. Her style and the beach. Yep, I thought it was perfect. The thing that caught my eye was when they checked into the hotel. And she paid? Well, wasn't she paid? They didn't show that she paid. But they asked for a photo ID. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't ask for a photo ID. For, Unless you were uh, using your credit card. Yeah, for everybody. They said a photo ID and a credit card. And she produced her passport. Mm-hmm. Which led me to believe that she was the one paying for the hotel. Mm-hmm, probably. Yeah. Mm. I thought that was probably something. And she's showing hers. Maybe so. they're doing a... I'll pay for the first night. <laughs> you pay for the second. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to hold it against Rob. We understand where Rob's at. So I'm definitely not trying to give Rob the benefit of the doubt. But there's that. You know? <laughs> 30 minutes. They're getting ready for the wedding, of course. As everybody, I would expect them all to be ready at the last minute. Um Mom still seems to be a bit negative. Yeah. She says that Rob's not husband material. She's got to snap out of it at some point. Yeah. We understand that Rob is a knob. Yes. He is. Yeah. But you got to give somebody a chance. And you got to respect your kids' choices. I mean, because it's their choice. So, you know, it's not optional anymore. You just have to accept it. You may not like it. Right. And I'm not saying Rob will change. In real time, we believe Rob is in Austin with Sophie, and it appears he's working as some kind of armored truck driver or like guard or passenger of some kind. Mm. You know, for me, that's about as great of a sign as it can be. Because that, what is that? That's, that's a job, right? right? I mean, it's not a, probably not a big career you'd think that maybe it's not you know i guess at some point you can get to doing that but but rob's probably an assistant just watching somebody else but it's a job and and at some point you have to start Mm -hmm. like you know what all this is behind me we've got to move on and so i mean at some point you go you've been a turd in the past Let's hope you fix it. Mm-hmm. It'll, I don't know. We'd hope maybe she took off running. Yeah. Because you think it's the right move. Right. Rob's character is it. And it it yeah. does not appear that he'll I make, don't think he'd be a good partner. A, yeah, there'll be a big character change on his And part. I think they'll have a tumultuous relationship with a lot of arguments. I mean, it just it just isn't this hard. This early on. It's, it's not. It shouldn't be. This is the easy part. Is But is this 90-day, is it pressure? Well, sure, but I mean, I mean, think about the, the things that happen to you over the course of a marriage. The things that strain a relationship. The, the valleys that you have to overcome to get to the peaks. Mm. And... Compare that with this stress, which is temporary. I think it's the surrender of me to us. Right. 
and if that does or doesn't happen and and the struggle to do that right I mean, we could have spent a ton of time criticizing and critiquing each other mm-hmm. our past relationships right the situations that put us where we were right because we were both pretty damaged people yes your damage you were pretty upfront with yes my damage you were not i had just <laughs> covered it up really well for a long time yeah for well into our marriage 25 years of yeah. my damage i'm not sure the damage i guess it always everything impacts a relationship so you wouldn't say it didn't the way i deal with issues has always been just kind of cover them up pack them up and put them away mm-hmm and that it hasn't always been the best for communication in a relationship. Right. But you know, they've got to deal with it. And 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 it's de- I'm trying to ima- imagine what our big problems were that early. Nothing. I mean, the biggest hurdle early on was just it still was our family. People in my family. Probably your family. Yeah. My family was kind of, yeah, you know, Go whatever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't really a big issue. Right. With my family. My family's been more subtle, not really direct yeah. issues, more inferences of, yeah. you know, you took me away from Michigan uh-huh. when in fact I'd already been away. Right. For and five, just didn't come back. For five years and just never returned. Yeah, with mine. And it wasn't like family I was close to. It's family I already had issues so, with. When we look at at her mom, you know, I think you have some experience with older English women. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about her mom and her attitude? Is it is it typical? Yeah, I think so. Is it just generally negative? With like, I yeah, I think, like you look for so. the worst in yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's just your experience. I get it. You haven't yeah. dealt with every. English mother, you just yeah, have your I have own. A English lot of women mother. in my family up there. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. So she doesn't surprise you. No, like Claire isn't a shocker for you. No, and and British people in general are pretty outspoken. You're gonna say it. So if they're thinking something, they're gonna say it. You know, mm-hmm. and and they're not worried about offending people like Americans would be. Your mom never gave me the business. No, but she, she never, liked you. She never did. She liked you from the beginning. At all. Like I never got, I mean, I saw your mom in a negative light, uh-huh. right? When your mother had her, I don't want to say issues. I don't want to call them issues, but she would have, and episodes is such a hard term, <laughs> but your mom had her thing. And, yes. And only you and I know what that means. Uh-huh. But when she was doing her thing, uh-huh. I saw her. Yes. Right. And so uh-huh. I know how she was. And so when I see her like that, it reminds me a lot of, of Sophie's mom, Claire, uh-huh. because I see a lot of her in that. Uh-huh. Right. It's just out there. Yeah. Brain, mouth. Yes. And it isn't always, I think sometimes we get it like a, a Charlie from, you know, Chuck and yeah. Charlie and, mm-hmm. and or, you know, you see that, but it's not so much like that because I don't think your mom meant any ill will. No. This is just exactly what she felt. Right. So I'm glad I'm glad I never got the bad side of your mom. <laughs> yeah. 
And so your family is from Lincolnshire, yes. right? This mm-hmm. is where you are. Yeah. We, we saw that. What, what, what were we watching the other night? Um, a I was I was watching a, a stalking documentary on Netflix that just recently came out. Um, and it was about three women who were being cyber stalked by someone. Michael Harvey? Was that the guy's was, name? I think so. Something, something like, that. like that. And... Uh, one of the three ladies was from Lincoln. Lincolnshire. So, yeah. So, I was born in the town of Lincoln in Lincolnshire. Mm. So, um, I don't know what town she we was in, but Americans, it, said, it, said Lincolnshire. it said Lincolnshire Police. But you're Lincolnshire. That's yeah. how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. So, forgive me for my <laughs> Yeah, so that was funny. So I paused it. I go, look, look. Right. I thought it was something tragic, but it just turned out to be. No, that I was like, she look, was... Abby is from my town. Right. <laughs> it's great. And so I do that kind of from Monroe, Michigan, right? There's a dude on the local news here, right? Literally the Dallas local news. Uh-huh. And he graduated from Monroe High School about, That's what, funny. I think, four or five years before I did. Mm-hmm. And you think about it's such a kind of a small place. Right. And so there he is. So we have our own connection. Mm-hmm. So you think, I mean, Rob and Sophie, we believe this was a while ago, too. They've probably been married together for at least a year. Wow. So long term? I mean, is it possible? I doubt it. It's because of their fights? Yeah. And their yeah. fights yeah, because, can be so yeah, volatile. Yeah, because how many years do you want to endure that? That's not a happy way to live. You don't think Rob would morph into, could slip into being a supportive husband? No. No, I don't see that. You don't think so? No. Hmm. Well, because even when he, you know, tells his side of an argument, it's so self-centered. I get it. You know? I try to think of events that would make somebody have a a drastic change in their life. Maybe when they have a kid, maybe his mindset will change because that's just metamorphizes people, you know, like you think so. I don't know. Seldom of yourself. I then. don't know that that impact is as great of having a child on a male than a female. Obviously, it's, it can be massive for a female. Yes. Well, I mean, everything about your life becomes about their well-being. It could be more scary for a man, I think. You know, and, and I'm talking traditional relationships like, uh-huh. oh, my, I'm responsible for everybody right. right but at no point even for a guy right and and as far does as does it rela- even match the responsibility that you have right oh we gotta i mean it sounds bad but all i gotta do is work and a financial obligation right <laughs> a couple uh, diapers here and there i'm not responsible you have to keep this thing alive right or you have this is our relationship right it's right. how it worked for us uh-huh. you're responsible for keeping it alive <laughs> And not dropping it on his head. Well, yeah, I mean, that happens. Right? And more than once. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought... Um, but, you know, even on a healthy relationship, having a kid is a strain. Because there's a shift in your relationship. 
and your priorities. Well, and and it's a te- it's test. It can really test your relationship. Well, look at like Ashley and Manuel. So they spend this time just getting from I to us, and then you throw a third in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did wait five years. Yeah, we did on purpose. And it was probably the smartest thing of all decisions that we made. Yeah, I agree. That was probably it. Yeah. We, we did take those five years. For me, it was probably good because you, it took those five years for you really to deeply adore me. Yes. <laughs> and then when I was, I don't know, working too much and probably not being as supportive as I could have been, mm-hmm. it made at least us get through that time a little yes. better. Right. And then I just lived in a box of love letters to remind <laughs> myself of why I loved you. <laughs> oh, that's tough. That hurts. That's painful. But little did you know that all these years later that you would need cared for. Yes, repeatedly. Look, I, we've talked to other people, and I think I'm a bit surprised at the surprise that I hear from others about similar situations and what their husbands didn't do. Oh, yeah. So I've heard it in my shoulder surgery support yeah. groups that people sometimes don't get any support. Even any empathy or sympathy well, for their pain that, and, I don't, and their recovery. I, I definitely don't want to discuss a personal thing, probably, that maybe we know about. But that happens, yes. right? People have serious things. Yes. And their spouse will be like, Suck it up, it's, Buttercup. Right. That was that was Where's Friday. Where's my dinner? <laughs> that was Friday. Today's Monday. Yeah. Get over uh-huh. it. Right. We got stuff to do. Where's my dinner? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's not cool. I mean, like, even now, we know that, look, we're struggling to have, to run the house now. Yeah. I'm more or less just keeping things, we talked about it, not stinky. Yeah, functional. Right? I'm trying to keep you not stinky. And the house not stinking. That's about the best I can do. I'm going to make a better issue or a better effort this week of kind of an area of the house each day. Uh Maybe do a deep clean. That's that's the mission of today. We have some maintenance issues in the house that are being ignored. Some mystery breakers that aren't working. I'm actually afraid of. But those things are kind of... Getting ignored is despite me being an electrician. <laughs> so I think that those will be quick fixes, hopefully. Yeah. So they got married on the beach. This whole thing about her being lost, we thought she should have ran anyway. Be run, forest, run. Go, <laughs> get out now. Right? Mm-hmm. So this whole, I don't know. I mean, I hope, right? You hope people wake up because I think people deserve to be happy, right? Yeah. And so I hope Rob snaps out of it. Yeah, I mean, every everybody should have their person, you mm-hmm. know? It's hard to go through life by yourself without support of a partner, a true partner that goes through everything with you, alongside you, that can hold you up and that, you can hold them up because it, the key to getting through things is to not both be down at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's got to always be strong for the other person. Yeah, it's like and, now. And you take turns. 
even through the same event, somebody has to be the strong one. Yeah, and it sucks. Like now, even with your shoulder, it's like, darn it, right? <laughs> I don't feel like being the strong one right now, right? <laughs> I don't want to, right? It, everything is a problem, right? Everything yep. is a, a crunch on time. Yeah. I only have so many minutes. And the thought of running to Aldi, right? Just right. to get 45 calorie bread. Yeah. Or white bread so that we can get our dog to take her, her pills. pills. <laughs> it, you know what I think? I think of it, it's 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes is huge. Yeah. I only have so many minutes from work till bed. Right. And every minute outside of that cuts on sleep. Right. And so it suffers, and so right. I, I think, think maybe you get a bit. You've gotten a better idea of all the running around. I, I get do. it because aside from all those little things and planning dinner mm. and you know making stuff from scratch, not having kits and stuff, and just shopping and all that, I'm also still helping the kids with all their stuff. Yeah, and running around for them. So you know, well, Susan said. Kind of one of her comments uh, was that, um, wow, you guys go to a lot of places to get stuff. Yes. You know, maybe in a bigger city that happens, maybe mm -hmm. more rural. You know, you're just going to one place. Right. You get everything from one place and then you go. Yeah. So, wow, you guys go to a lot of places yep. to get stuff. And I guess that happens. So, you know, it's just you go through you go through cycles and phases, and and I think when we see them, we see a couple. We go, are they ready to go through these things, these mm -hmm. trials? Yeah, you know. So, what if Sophie, right, has to have a, has a thing? You know, we've talked about her pregnancy issues mm -hmm. a while ago. Yeah. Whatever cysts or whatever she's yeah. got. What if she has to have surgery? What happens? And, yeah. and you've got to take care of her. You know? Yeah. I mean, the fun part is, you know, putting rose oil on you <laughs> and lotioning you up, right? That's the fun part, you know? <laughs> the ugly part, and we still, like washing your bits, <laughs> we still let you wash your own bits, right? So yeah. that's the way that works. But but that stuff has to happen. And, and I think when you talk about good times and bad, and you know, throw those sickness and in health, they, people throw that stuff around, but... You know, you go through, you go through cycles. Yeah. Hey, Kelly, I need you to look at this. There's something bad going on <laughs> down there. <laughs> something bad is happening. Um, Help me out. I wouldn't normally want you to look down there, but I need you to look down there because yeah. I think something is There's bad. There's a problem. <laughs> and I mean, we talked about it before, right? But oh, Steve. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. You're going to have to go see somebody about that. I'm like, what? I'm, you're supposed to just make it better. So isn't there that? Oh, gosh. Clayton and Anna Lee. This conversation with dad. You know, when we look at these things, we try to have, you know, a, a similar situation that we had. When you look at something. And this conversation she had with her dad, I try to think of like when I told my mom. Mm -hmm. But I, I really didn't. We did it early. I came, right. I came to visit you. Yes. And I hadn't been in the States in a few years. Yeah. And so I came with your brother here mm -hmm. um, before we were a thing. And so I was at your place and called her from there mm -hmm. and um, let her know that just I was in the country. 
Yes. I don't remember that conversation other than it happened. I remember I it happening on my um, corded phone with the long cord in the <laughs> I kitchen. Don't, I don't think it was that there, we were a thing, right? I just said that I was here. Well, you did say that you were here. So you were like Clayton with, spying? With, uh, were you around the corner, peeking around the no, corner we like Clayton together. was? But uh, it was a townhouse. There wasn't very many square feet. <laughs> There's no hiding in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, you you let her know that you were there with my brother and visiting me. And you had conversations with her we after that. We had spoken. That. Yeah. We spoke after that. after that. And during there, I talked to your brother also during that visit. Yeah, so whatever. that was the beginning of starting to get to know your family. Right. Did they, Did she know that we were writing? I don't know. I can't Probably remember. Not. I mean, she does now, obviously. Right. Not that, not that anybody in either of our families listens to our podcast, <laughs> right? We've had a podcast for what? How many years? Oh, a lot. I don't know. Uh, since our 25th anniversary. So, yeah, it would have been before that. A couple right months before, before. A couple that. months before. So, we're looking at, that's a long time. Yeah. Numbers are hard for me, but it seems like it could be four years plus. Yes. So that's probably that. About four and a half. Yeah. Probably we've been podcasting. Yeah, people don't listen. <laughs> In our families. Yeah, we don't. There's no rating or reviewing from our family. No. Our own family doesn't take the time to I bother to listen. I don't think listen. they've ever listened, actually. I think my sister probably did for a bit. Oh, okay. I think my sister had seen some 90-day shows. But what happens is, is nobody... In, like in our world or people that I know would like watch this show on Sunday night. Like you're not waiting for the right. show, mm-hmm. which probably is going to be three quarters of the 90 day population when HEA starts. Mm-hmm. I think the whole crowd is going to be, we're not watching this show, but we're just going to listen to the 90 day podcast and they'll talk about it uh-huh. until we get at least another B90. Mm-hmm, because probably. we can't stomach the people that they're going to put on there. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, I get it. But we're there for you. Clayton and Annalie, we finally saw a little bit of emotion from them after the call. Yes. That we hadn't seen previously. Yeah, I thought like the getting ready for the wedding part, it was so emotionless from mm-hmm. both of them. Just kind of, well, well maybe if that's we get who they married, are. we get married. If we don't, they're just so stoic. I'm a bit like that, right? I'm not the most emotional person unless I you break. You would be about something like unless that. Unless I break, right? When I break, right. I break. Right. I mean, it happens, right? When the floodgates open, it's gone. Well, I would say if we had a vow renewal, probably neither of us could say a word. No. Because we'd be so choked up just well, uh, sharing our, that moment. Our vow renewal is the last four and a half years of our personal podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it, right? There's no doubt of who we are right. as a couple if uh-huh. you don't listen to four and a half years of in it for a while. What we were doing early with a personal podcast is we were recording an hour and then breaking it up in 30-minute groups and doing one midweek and one at, 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 uh-huh. in the end. But so there was still an hour. We still did an hour every week. Yeah. For four for and a free. half years. For four and a half years. Because we didn't well, charge anything in so the beginning. So let's get into our financial department. 
of the <coughs> podcast, right? That division was a little unhappy early. Yeah. So it was just stuff going out, out, yeah. out, out. Right. We, hadn't, we didn't start a Patreon or, or any of that. Because the purpose of it in the beginning wasn't to really have others listen. It was really something we were doing like for our kids to have to preserve for the future. Not that they care. Or kids don't even. Actually, for a bit, one of our children listened. Yeah, he. Well, he would now, but it's, he can't get to it anymore because you have to subscribe. But you could get to eighteen minutes or whatever. Yeah, it is. eighteen minutes. But is he a, likes it. He loves to hear the stories. Eighteen minutes is important in our and relationship. So, and so eighteen someday, minutes is big. Yeah, someday a lot he, of things happen in eighteen minutes. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> um, I think in I'm the future up. he would listen to it. Right. And, you know, I wish I had something like that of my parents, you know. I would treasure that because I don't mm. have them anymore. Mm. And that's kind of what I had in mind when we started doing it, that it would be that for them. And it morphed into 90 Day and yeah. Housewives and other stuff. Yeah. But for us, it's who better to talk about a relationship than somebody who's been through all of this before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew each other not too long before we got married. Yeah. And we hadn't spent 90 days together before. So when Rob and Sophie say they had years. We're rushed. Yeah. I'm like you knew each other longer than we did. Yeah. And this is why I think you say it shouldn't be this hard. Yeah, it shouldn't be this hard. And it doesn't bode well. No. If it's this hard this early. Right. I mean, we had some hurdles to overcome. You had a hard time getting here. Got canceled. I don't know how yeah, many times. Yeah, but that's still something. The army's going to put you out when they're going to put you out. Yeah, and then but but then you know it was early release, and then you, we weren't sure if they were going to keep you in New right. Jersey or send you somewhere. Or what I mean, so we right. had some uncertainties and some yeah, things but you were to overcome. Because from you, I mean, you knew what you had coming. Oh my goodness! You know, well, I mean, you I knew, was who I was. You knew you, knew you were going to be set up when you, you came. Knew. You knew what you had coming. That's what I'm saying. You knew it. So everything was going to be all right for you. Right? Heck, you could come and not even work. I didn't need to have a job. (laughs) Right? I needed just a sugar mama. Right. That's what I needed. Right. Who knew our thing would shut out? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it worked. Annalise's dress was one of the nicest dresses, I think, that we ever saw. Yeah, that was beautiful. So pretty. And I think of dresses that we've seen, it was maybe more like yours. Yes. Than Mm -hmm. we have seen. Yes. Yeah, I I admired it because it had some similarities to mine. She did it better. It, It looked a little rough. And I think any dress like that, when a camera is close up, because they had to work at holding it up. Yes. And maybe fabric technology is a little better now than it was for you. Yeah, because we were trying to figure, we thought she had tape on her back at first. Mm. And then we realized as the camera got a little closer that it was a, a flesh-colored netting that was sewn on around the top of the dress over the shoulder mm. to hold it on. Would you have done it like that? It, it was visible, so yeah, I think I, 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 I would have felt like somebody could see it. Yeah, I wouldn't. And I didn't. <laughs> and maybe and, you should have. And, and I designed my dress, mm. so... Um, mine was also off the shoulder like that, um, but the strap is, it was just really a strap that came across the side of the arm off shoulder. And that actually is what held the dress up. You needed really a, f- uh, 
I, I don't know if there's a term, but a fabrical engineer. <laughs> yeah. Because, because whoever would have, they would have said, no, Kelly. Like somebody who designs bridges. They uh-huh. would go, you know what? This will not structurally support <laughs> this weight. Right. Yeah. So I had. You needed bigger boobs at that point. <laughs> to hold. You needed something <laughs> to hold that up. It, I had 13 yards of satin and 13 yards of taffeta. In the bottom of my dress from the waist down. So I had a long train. And that was a lot of weight to put on the top of the dress, which was a fitted bodice. But the it was all off shoulder. So the little strap that came across the side of my shoulder really was holding up the dress. And uh, a friend sewed the dress for me after I said what I wanted. And chose the pieces of the decorations and she stuff. She wasn't an engineer, though. Uh, no, but she enjoyed making wedding dresses and did it for people that she knew. And so she sewed it, but she had uh, twins who were little toddlers. And I remember going over to her house, like, for a fitting. And she had, like, a sectional sofa that, like sectioned off the area where she was sewing because the boys were climbing well, and, you know. you know, carrying on. And so, you know, she had a whole life happening so outside what did you of think work. At this point, you weren't around kids before. What was your thought of just the boys? Well, um, they were adorable, of course. Okay. And I adored her. She was a good friend. Um, but uh, I just thought, wow, that's a lot for her to manage while trying to yeah. make somebody's wedding dress. And Way- it, it, it really was too much because as it turned out, she barely finished the dress in time. We got it from her the night before or the day before the wedding. And so there wasn't really even a lot of time to like try it on and make sure everything was good. So it was hanging up and we took it an hour away to where we got married that night and left it. And so the next morning was the wedding and I put it on and the stitches came loose in one of the straps that was literally holding it up. And so the elastic wasn't tight enough to hold up the dress. Thankfully. It was falling off. She was a friend. And the ceremony was starting. Did she have stuff there to fix? She did. So I. That's smart. I, she, she said, I'll make this dress for you for $50 and you pay for all the, the part, stuff for the dress. And she was way looking at it now. She was way underpaid. Oh yeah. And she said, and I only asked that I be invited to the wedding. She mm. said, I love to attend weddings and that's why I do this for people that I care about. What a nice, just she general was. person. She so. was. She was I very wish, generous. Thinking about it now, we should have paid her five or ten times yeah, more. Yeah, and I that. feel bad because, like, the day before the wedding, she was in a hurry. She was running late for work, and she parked on the street in front of the bank instead of in the garage. Mm. And she stayed there too long, and they put a boot on her tire, and it got towed, and she had to pay to get it out. <laughs> and it cost her... More so what than did the she, fifty dollars that do we for paid the bank? her. She was a teller. So you kind of hired her. Yeah, yeah. So, she was a teller downstairs. So it was pressure. Maybe you pressured her into making your wedding <laughs> no, dress. No, I didn't. This she is offered. undue pressure. She was super sweet lady, but yeah. But uh, yeah. So I, she ended up. I was panicked and like starting to cry because my dress is falling off and mm. we're about to go down the aisle hey and you were late and I was like. 
putting the message out to all the women in the room, like anybody have a sewing kit or, I was or like, needle Sophie, and thread. The only reason I, I was late for two reasons. One, I had to drop the cake off at the at the uh, uh, what was it, the Old Country Buffet, uh-huh, where, where we were having the reception, and we were late there because my mom, who has five foot long hair, decided that she needed to wash it in the morning. Yeah. So those things. And she had IBS and had to stop at the drugstore on the way. Yeah, we are trying to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. This is not that kind of podcast. (laughs) We're not a poop podcast. So, I don't know. So, yeah, somebody had needle and thread, and she was there, so she came back in the room and stitched it real quick by hand. This wedding between Clayton and Annalie was unemotional. Yeah. The efficient was in, like, business casual. Yeah. I think, you you know, maybe you could wear a jacket or something. I don't know. So, I don't know. And, you know, I looked at the wedding, and I'm like... <coughs> it almost I've, seemed like an arrangement between them. <laughs> you know, I said to you, like, there's no great love between these two. No, there isn't. And, you know, not everybody's like that. Yeah. So, it can grow. You know, I this struck me more of as a, like, married at first sight thing. Uh-huh. Other than they know all the the bad crap about each other before they get uh-huh. started that maybe you could grow into this because it's the only way this is going to succeed. I don't think I could marry somebody who hadn't told their family about me. That would be, a, that would be a red flag odd. for me. Even if he had good abs and yes. look good coming and going. Yes. Even, oh, even okay. I was hoping <laughs> Hermana loca. This I think should have been the title of the episode. <laughs> Because I wanted to see this reception of Brandy and the bar. Yes. This is what I was hoping for, but nothing. Did you happen to catch the look on her face in the background when they were getting married? No. She was like staring off in the distance. Well, they all were. It was nobody there with any emotion whatsoever. No. This is all just, we're all just checking the box. Yeah. There's nothing more, anything at all. You think- but I, I will say that. After they got married, they seem she seemed to look at him a little bit with googly eyes mm. in the scenes that followed. Well, when you have a crisis, and this issue is her dad, mm-hmm. and if, if Clayton supports her, then I think you can start to see maybe something about him. I have a problem. You're there to support me. And not support me with... You know, because I still think he pressured her into telling her dad. And there may not have been, what's the difference at this point between a week from now, a month from now? You know, it still probably could have been on her timeline. And I don't know that it was. This dance, I just don't see it being his idea. I just don't, you know? It obviously meant a lot to her. It did, and I think it was was good. She was touched. He showed that he at least cared about caring. Mm -hmm. And and even if he didn't care, he listened to the production people who said, hey, try this, it'll make for good TV. (laughs) And so it works, right? And if it makes her feel, sometimes you have to do things even if you don't want to. Right. To make your spouse feel better. Yes. Doesn't mean you don't have to be genuine about it. We've talked... I think repeatedly over the years, maybe not lately, but how I would do things that you wanted to do, but I would go like... Grudgingly. Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. happy about it. And it and it wasn't very pleasant. No, and, and there became a time where I went, you know what, if I'm going to do these things, I, my attitude needs to be better. Mm-hmm. 
And so how can I support you better? It would be by, you know what, if I'm going to do it. Be all in. Let's go all in. Yeah, because right? because otherwise it, it ends up being kind of like how our daughter was, where you just suck the life out of the room. Mm. You know, because if, if you're against it and you're just there to check a box and say I came, it kind of takes the fun out for everybody else. Right. You know? And so I think it made a big difference in our relationship when I started doing it did. that. It right? did. Instead of moping around. Right. But you know what? Especially like now. You know, we even did something today. I was like, you know what? I'm probably not all for it. I got a lot of crap going on. Maybe those two hours could be better spent doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Our boys' bathroom I know what that toilet looks like right? and behind the toilet. I have no doubt. It needs some attention. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like not to be rushed when I'm back there because mm-hmm. there's no good way to clean behind a toilet. Yeah. And there's no way to be happy. Right. Because you have to think, why should I need to clean back here? Right. Yes. <laughs> Nothing should be happening back here. Exactly. So. Welcome to my world. That had to be done. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> So, Clayton did this. He seemed happy. They seemed happy. I like the dance. I think it probably it probably worked for them. Mm-hmm. So Got him some some brownie points with her anyway. Well, that's still good. And if he, he does that and he's... It's at least the path that these two need to establish a relationship where right. maybe, possibly, they could fall in love with each other because at the wedding they're yeah, not... Yeah, because that's the kind of endearing things... That you would hope your partner would do for you. They're not in love with each other at the wedding. Yeah, definitely not. It's a married at first sight. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Right, because she was still contemplating it right up to the altar. Weighing pros and cons. And I don't think they know each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is one of those where I don't think they've spent serious time and serious conversation. What about mom saying she needed to pack up and go well that was something wasn't it that was yeah. unexpected yeah especially after the sister saying they've never lived apart and well, never we'll would probably see i wonder mom's situation and financial situation and what's that's like we she saw, said she was looking forward to having her own little place we saw clayton's dad yep she talked about having her own plants for me her having plants makes me think she's going to have a thousand plants right Whatever place she has, she's going to fill it up with something. <laughs> Animals, stuff. Right. something. Whatever. Yeah. As long as she's got a closet to sleep in, I think she's good. Yeah, and I mean, we're not trying to make fun of hoarding, but... Well, I mean, it's, a, it's a thing. It is a thing, and, and so, I mean, I think for her, I worry that, that Anna Lee maybe puts a wall between them. And so there has to be still a way. Somebody needs to help support mom. Mom has an issue. Mm-hmm. And Brandy's not the one. So no. Clayton's going to be the person. How do they work this out? Mm-hmm. You can't just say you're out. These two have been, in what we know from Brandy, they've been a team for a while. Mm-hmm. So She says kind of codependent. Yeah. And so that's fine. But it's still the situation that they're in. So how can they then get through this and not just leave mom out in the dark? Mm-hmm. Mom needs some help. She has some things. We saw his dad for the first time, didn't right? Yeah, that was nice that he walked Annalie down the yeah. aisle. So that's good. Since her family couldn't be there. 
Yeah. I hope they at least recorded the wedding, like, for her family. Yeah, they weren't there on Zoom. Yeah, that would be kind of a slap in the face to be just totally left out. The moment's just lost. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like there was an estrangement. Mm-hmm. It's not like she was like, I'm leaving my family. No, she's, behind. she said she was going to work. Yeah. Which she really was a total ruse. Lied. Yeah. yeah. That's probably not the greatest. It doesn't speak well of her character no, either. No, it probably doesn't. These two are going to have to put do some work. Yeah. To make it happen. And it, Clayton just doesn't seem like that guy. And she obviously loves her dad. So it mattered I, her. Yeah. So I would see that as a red flag if I was thinking about marrying somebody. Like if you could lie to your dad, who you clearly love and respect, then you probably could lie to me too. Mm-hmm. You know? Hmm. What about Sam and Citra and this religious thing? Do you think it's kind of... <laughs> You think this, you think it's kind of a lie? Um, well, I mean, probably like a lot of young people, you know, they go through the motions for their parents Mm. and then they get out on their own and it's just lost, at least for a time. I mean, they have to come to it on their own, you know? So, I mean, we'll see. But I I don't, I, I have a hard time picturing Sam, uh, Throwing down his prayer blanket cloth and yeah. praying three times a day, yeah. you know, facing Mecca. I just, I can't. He should I can't probably. This is my suggestion for him. But the, at the same time, he better know the rules for when Dad's around. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to play the game, this is what I've said before. If you, this is we. I've told this story like three times this week. If we're going to play the game, we might as well understand the rules. Right, or use the yeah. correct terminology. Yeah. And I also feel like that if uh, dad comes to visit at some point, he's probably going to check with uh, the mosque. And See what's with, going on. With the, you know, hamam and, and ask, hey, are they coming regularly and so forth. Yeah. So they're going to have to probably at least attend regularly. Well, although... Maybe they wash their hands and their feet regularly. What they probably need to spend more time doing is washing the blueberries. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's the first thing I said. When she said, do you want some fruit berries? That's cute. And he and he said, yes. She opened up the fridge, grabbed the package, and instead of getting some out and washing them and putting them in a bowl, she hands him the package sitting at the table. I thought that was odd. I go, well, I guess she I expects think... him to wash them himself. And then he just starts eating them out of the container, and I'm like slapping my forehead going, oh, my gosh, please well, tell me no. I think this is probably normal. I think most people probably don't wash fruit and, after they've bought it somewhere. And I can tell you that berries are never pre-washed. Mm. Because when berries, they're very delicate, and when they get exposed to like water, like my berries, yeah, all berries, do not puncture berries. Yeah, berries, they will bleed when they like get, sometimes they will bleed for three or four hours. Oh, stop! Oh, when they berries. get wet with water, they begin to spoil immediately. Mm-hmm. So you can't wash berries until you're ready to use them. So they're never going to come in the package pre-washed and ready to use, like sometimes lettuce would say or something like that. And they say that even when 
like lettuce and stuff comes labeled washed and ready to use, they say you should still wash it. Well, because, what's the harm in washing the thing, it again? If you don't wash your fruits and vegetables before you eat them, you can get all kinds of bacteria. If you think about it, these fruits and vegetables are growing out in fields. And what is outside? Birds. Poop. Birds fly over and they poop huh. on the produce. Mm. And so what happens is people get infected with E. coli. From, this is the normal thing that happens, yeah, right? From eating fruits and vegetables that haven't been washed. And you don't have to see poop on it. I mean, hey, look, it can rain. It's not what happens, right? right? But the bacteria is hey, still there. There's a turd in my blueberries. Right. Okay. But you have to wash. And, and I'm sure a lot of people would say, well, I've never known anybody to get sick. I have. Right. Uh, my sister's mother in law um, never washed anything. That. And they were terrible too yes, about but I happen to leaving know, food out for hours at a time. I and was stuff at their like, house and they drank whatever they drank. <laughs> they pulled it. This is I was over there uh-huh. and they pulled it out of the freezer. Uh-huh. This was a freezer freezer and it wasn't frozen. And they said, drank this. So the thought of that you could have something that you store in the freezer and yet it doesn't freeze. Means it contains alcohol. Means the alcohol level in it is so high. (laughs) That it won't freeze. That it won't freeze. (laughs) And so this is what was in their stomach. (laughs) It kills everything. So it kills everything. That's right. Well, she got sick from not washing fruits and vegetables. So sick she had to go to the hospital. Ruth? Yes. They were the nicest, nicest people. They were. They really were. Virgil? Yeah, I loved Ruth him. And Virgil. I loved him especially. They really they treated me so nicely. They did. They were really, they Both were really us. good to me. And they had no relation to me whatsoever. No. They were just good. You know, when you're around good people, you can tell that these are good people. Right. Too bad their son was a, a knob. Yeah, I, yeah, a knob. Yeah. I guess. I was going to say something that I have to bleep. Yeah. But I already have a little editing to do because yeah. of microphone <laughs> issues that we've had that I may forget to bleep that out. Yeah. And so too bad their son isn't. Yeah, they ass, were they were nice right? people. Because and they, they were treated wonderful. our son like a grandchild. Yes. They really did. Yeah. Yeah. Papa. Papa take him by the hand, take him for a walk in the wash backyard. Your yeah. fruits and vegetables. Definitely do that. I never had fruits and vegetables growing up, so I didn't know about that. It's not something we had. Everything we had came from a can. <laughs> so you I think you problem. don't have to wash that stuff. Yeah. Right? You just dump it in a pan. Right. And boil it. And, and you didn't need good. a refrigerator because you could yeah, just mix the water with the powdered milk when you're ready to drink it. Yeah, that's how it works. So I think that's good. <laughs> oh, You know, here's something we noticed right away. So they had this scene. Now, these they already got married before. So this was an after-the-wedding stuff with Sam and Citra. And he's going to the bed, and he's got this purple underwear on. But oh, my he, gosh. But he has his legs covered. Yes, we and noticed that. And he works hard. At keeping at, them covered at completely. keeping them covered. I can't wait to see what tattoos yeah. he was hiding. Maybe they're gang tattoos or something. Something. Something racist. Or something. A, a nude lady Completely or something. Completely inappropriate. Yeah. But he is, What if you haven't seen it, this is the second scene to go watch. Watch him scramble to keep his thighs covered. Yeah, I was trying to think if we even saw him in shorts during the season. No, no, this guy, one, he's never outside. He's the paciest yeah, so guy. He's so pale, ever. isn't he? He's more pale than you. Yeah. 
that's great when we can just say that because yeah. it's us, right? Right. So, yeah, he's more pasty than you are. Yeah, and I'm really pasty. Yeah, so that you're the queen. Yes. The queen of pasty. Yes. So, I think um, it's a whole thing. What about the, the sisters being in the bed and... I mean, this was, uh, I think for him, it was about the nicest thing we saw from it him. It was, he yeah. He didn't because, seem to be complaining. Because all he ever talked about was getting to the banging part. Yeah. And so for him to sleep there with dad and sisters and everything, that was pretty nice. And for him to say, well, they'll, they're leaving tomorrow. They'll be gone soon enough. But it it's, sounds like. It's not a big deal. Sounds like they snuck in the laundry room. Yeah. To take care of some stuff. But evidently the dogs. That was because of the dogs. The dogs are in the laundry room too. Oh, gosh. So this is, can be an awkward thing. Even internally for us, there we have three dogs. One of them, I say, <laughs> is your dog. Yes. Even though it's our dog, this is your dog. Yes. She's the one who would claim me. Yes. And so this First. dog... I think frequently believes that I'm hurting you. Yes. <laughs> and so this dog stares at me at times. And sometimes and- she appears at the bed <laughs> if any sounds are made. There is no more <laughs> odd thing. She has actually leapt onto the bed and growled in your face. <laughs> Leave my mama alone. <laughs> what are you doing to her? Uh- so she no, just sometimes stares at me. Yeah, no greater mood changer than that <laughs> dog uh, growling in your face. Right. So okay. So this would be a disadvantage of having the dogs in your room. Yes. So and it doesn't appear like there's anything I can say that makes anything any better. Right. This is just the way it is. <laughs> this is your dog, and it's fine. So I have a hard time seeing Sam as like the patriarch of this family. I think we see that Citra is going to be the one to yeah. to, to pull all of this Bind together. Bind everything together. There's something about her. I love her whole aura. She just has a positive spirit. Mm. You know, and I and I've read some interviews with her recently where, you know, people have had things to say in social media Negative about Sam about yeah about her having to live with his family and all that and she clapped back with hey wait a minute I love living with his family I love having family close and, and they're a lot of fun she says we laugh and have a good time so I love that we get to see aliens and all sorts of fun stuff yeah because how Crop many circles how many couples have we seen where the bride has complained about family being around or you know living conditions Mm. or just nothing's ever good enough it goes way back and i i have no idea how many people are actually like they're i don't want to say og 90 day people Mm -hmm. but think of russ and powell yeah think of powell yes in russ's place in the compound yes right yes her hiding in the in the cabin Mm -hmm. and Look, I mean, Russ's family is still pretty open. Yeah. You know, they're good, they're good, relatively good people, yeah. right? I mean, everybody has their... Kind of salt of the earth. Yeah. I mean, there's they're not going to be rude to somebody who's a member of the family. And they weren't rude to her. No, they were not. But she just She hid. was. So, 
Or was it? It was Russ and Powell, right? Yeah, remember when she came out the first morning in like lingerie to Corey? breakfast at the table? Was Do you this remember Corey that? and Evelyn? Um, I think I it was. I think I got they it. They were backwards. in a compound. Yeah, it was Corey and Evelyn. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you don't like take notes and do stuff. You got to do OG. The hard. It's hard to do OG ninety day on the fly. But but the thing with Russ and Powell was she showed up to breakfast the next morning it in like and lingerie with her his parents yeah, and they yeah. were you know just put off by her lack of respect for yeah. there's other men at the table you know yeah, I remember um, Russ and Powell Russ was working in the in like the oil fields uh-huh. right yeah and it was Corey that had the compound yes he had the compound yeah it's hard it's hard <laughs> to remember all these. Especially, I wasn't a big, huge watcher then. Uh huh. I've just kind of caught up, but I guess I've been in this long enough. So Sam and Citra, I think if we look at all of these couples, maybe Sam and Citra have the best chance of staying together. Isn't that wild? I mean, we got no Gino and Jasmine. There's no telling what's up with them, yeah. right? Devin and Nick, I, I, I think we kind of put them aside because I think that. They were the only real couple. They surely could work it out. (laughs) Yeah. And and we'll get into some, I think we'll get into some kind of flow. They were cute. Do you think they'll have any drama on the tell-all? Oh, are they going to be there? They dropped them so fast, it was hard to figure out. Yeah, and I think that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. I think for us that really like real relationships Mm -hmm. and real stuff, to have somebody who's real get booted off quickly. Yeah, I, I didn't really understand that. Well... You know, we talked about Inside Scoop. She maybe has some anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it, it, it worked out better. It would be like a like a Katie and Alejandro mm-hmm. where they paid. It looks like the producers and production staff did Katie, did her right. Uh-huh. And they didn't air whatever fights or whatever issues that happened. They just went, you know what? We're just going to kind of disappear. Yeah, cut to the summary. <laughs> and not that, not that, you know, Devin and Nick have that going on. But but I think I would like to see them having a bit more discretion when it comes to people like this. Uh-huh. Because you see a Brandon and Mary. Right. And you go, this was a couple that should have never been on 90 Right, this Day. was not healthy for them. No, no. They should never, somebody should have stopped this before it got yeah. started. Because this this was this was a bad idea. Well, and after other people that they've had to cut because they turned out to be bad people and do bad things publicly, that's going to happen. Um, they vowed as a network to better screen sharp. people in their backgrounds before they put them on the show. But it continues to happen. Yeah, because missing Jeffrey, right, right, missing, and then I think this is it. And he had enough of a history; they should have known. There, yeah, it, it wasn't a secret. These charges right. for Jeffrey happened before mm-hmm. all of this went down. So, I don't know what is public information. So, I guess that's probably the the issue is right. What's public? Mm-hmm. People have passed, but his wasn't even done. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even. It wasn't even resolved, I guess, is what I was saying. You know, that- Spe- Speaking of them, I can't even still fathom that they were even still together. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I can't put that yeah. together. Yeah, I can't reason that out in my mind. Because the only scenario for that would be that 
Jeffrey had gone through some kind of metamorphosis mm -hmm. in this period, you know, after he met Varya, but before. But if that were the case, he would have taken more responsibility in court, and he never did. So you, you're right. So that's where it happens. Yeah. This is where you make the deal. Right. And we know a deal was offered, and he yeah. didn't take he it. He didn't take it. And he, and he was, so you then, know, never admitting anything or taking responsibility for anything in court, which is why he got such a long sentence. That judge gave it to him. Yeah, he did. It, of things that we've heard, and we watch a lot of court stuff. We probably haven't been that great in the past couple of years. Although I wa walked in on you watching. Yeah, I, I found a new that's great. court channel I was watching. The Law and Crime, yeah, yeah, I think that it was. Happens. Had court cases, and I was watching That was pretty interesting. Yeah, so it would be... It wouldn't be odd that I would walk in on you watching court stuff all uh -huh. the time. So yeah. I, I think in all the things that we've seen, the judge that gave Jeffrey yeah, the gave beat to him. the verbal beatdown yep. was one of the the biggest beatdowns that we've seen. Yes. Him yeah. and he gave it to him. And, and it's because he took no responsibility. And I mean he beat her within an inch of her life. It's like you think <laughs> Right? You're a personable guy. You're an actor, right? right? You do these things. You're, you just believe you can talk your way out and charm your way out of these things. Uh-huh. But you can't. It's not happening. Yeah, it's over. It's over for you. Judgment day has come. Judgment day is, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. So none of anything we have here is like that, right? So, right. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to compare anything to that but what we're going to find in hea is we're going to see this happen right we're going to have angela and we're going to have ed and we're yep. going to have mahmoud all these people that are borderline yep. the same kind of person you think they cut the mahmoud and nicole stuff you know there's a lot of conjecture in social media about that um i read an article where they discussed that very thing yesterday i believe um and you know they were saying it could go one of two ways they could you know, leave it because it happened after filming or they could cut them out entirely, replace them with somebody else or but give more airtime to other people. But you have Angela in this. Yeah. Angela's on film assaulting. Yes. That was terrible. Ed. That was so terrible. The Ed stuff is completely public, right? Yes. We play, and I guess I'll probably air it again. Mm -hmm. Right before HEA starts, for I'll anybody air, who's missed it, <laughs> I'll air the call between Ed and Liz, where Ed is Ed, right? Yeah, just in case you forget being a horrible person, right? And because he is a horrible person, yeah. And and so that happens. So you know that they've done this is and look for us, there are horrible people out there. There just are. Yeah, there are Eds. There are Angelas. There are Mahmouds out there. Yeah. And and I just think you've got to you've you've got to show People them cross the line in their true light. Mm -hmm. And the the hope that somebody sees that I'm in this situation, and this is wrong. I see myself here, mm -hmm. and I got to get out. Yeah. And so that's that. I think that's the hope. I mean, you're not trying to give light to people or no. give popularity to Angela, um, but but I think that somebody has to see. You know what? I'm not going to be in this kind of relationship. Yeah, you just anymore. have to continue to call them out and say this is wrong. Mm -hmm. So, 
for us, what are we doing? We have more of a, I don't know, is Little People Big World a happier show? I think it is. Yeah. Because you know what I like is I love, you know, I see Jackson and Mila and I see them and I smile. Yeah. Right? And so I'm so happy when I see that. Um, and so we cover Little People Big World. They did uh, come out this week. And say, well, I don't inside scoop. That's oh, an inside. Okay. Although okay. you actually, if you listen to our inside scoop, you'll find that Kelly already spoiled this one. Yeah. And then we just confirmed it afterwards. Yeah. Because Kelly, um, she she just talks in the mic. <laughs> That's what she does. Our social media department, our editorial staff, all of these people, they they issue complaints to me. <laughs> About me. Kelly and some of the things that she does. Uh-huh. The staff, the editing staff, more about her consistent um, use of swear words. Oh, stop! I do not! <laughs> I so hope... You just put beeps in that over they normal beep speech. This. I hope that... I, I mean, they remember to beep this. Where am I at? For us, this is one minute. One hour, 17 minutes, and 40 seconds. <laughs> that I remember to beep something so it makes it sound like you're cussing on Oh, time. my gosh. Why I do you do that, that to me? Because it's what I do. It's what they do. They're not happy with you, right? They think you ignore the editing staff. Uh-huh. Right? They're not happy. <laughs> well, I wasn't HR. ignoring the editing staff a little earlier. Hey, now. <laughs> so... That is the production team. The production team is very happy of the new process of watching the end of 90 Day. <laughs> We're very pleased with that. Pepper, our dog, is not as happy with that. She's not. So there is that. So I'll talk. I know one of the people in production and editing. <laughs> and I will get with them and see if I can smooth things over. Uh-huh. So that um, maybe they're not so hard on you. Uh-huh. Um, but my fear is, is that they're going to go to HR. <laughs> That's me. So. Well, if you're HR, you shouldn't be messing around with the production staff. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes. By subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows. Real life and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 